Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Welcome to Life Point. I'm Pastor Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you've tuned in today. Today, my special guest is going to be Pastor Brian Seidel of the Journey Church, former radio host himself, and it's going to be a great week. May God bless you as you listen to Pastor Brian. Hello, everybody. Again, this is Pastor Brian Seidel. I am the lead pastor at Faith Journey Church out in Caldwell. And again, I'm just honored to be here as Tom's guest for this week. And again, I've worked with Tom uh, for many, many years. I was on staff at Cloverdale. I mean, God led me to, to take this church and we just like, recently changed the name from Oregon Trail Church of God to Faith Journey Church. And we are out in the Caldwell area. We're actually right off the Middleton exit, exit 25. So if you're out on that end of the valley and looking for a place to come worship, we would love to have you. And we have our morning services at 930 and 11. And same service, uh, we have kids ministry during both hours. Middle school is during first hour and high school during second. So lots of opportunities there on a Sunday morning. And so we'd love to have you join us. You can find out all of the details on the church, even who I am, if you're interested at faithjourneyidaho.com. So we'd love to again have you check it out, especially if you don't have a church and you're kind of on that end of the valley. Uh, we'd, love, we'd love to meet you. And so again, I'm just filling in for Tom here for this week as he's out of town. And and yesterday we started with uh, just the look at Galatians chapter five, uh, verses 16 through 26 is what I read for us yesterday. So if you missed that, you can go back and listen to the archives. Uh, also, this is just portions right of the sermons that i've been giving on sunday mornings as we're currently in a in a longer series on the fruits of the spirit so if you're interested in hearing these messages in their entirety and in the right order right you can also go back uh, and find podcasts as well as youtube videos on our off of our website or just search faith journey church on any of your podcast platforms or on youtube and you'll find us and you can find our, uh, our live streams of our whole service or just the, um, the podcast or videos of this just the sermon itself. And so definitely want you to grab those if you want to do so. But like I said, yesterday we looked at the whole passage, uh, Galatians 5, 16 through 26, and kind of broke down exactly the kind of premise of the fruits of the spirit. And so at the end of yesterday, I gave you uh, the one fruit I wanted to just really zoom in on first. And and it's not the first one, right? The first one is love. And I think we know that that's, that's a very uh, important one, right? There's a reason that one's first is uh, for sure. But then later down the list is, is the fruit of faithfulness. And I kind of started yesterday at the end and telling you that you know, we, I've been going through these, looking at the Greek definitions of the words that are used here, because as you know, the Bible is not originally written in English. And so, you know, we, what we have is a translation, regardless of whatever translation you have, whether it's a, a King James Bible or a NIV or NASB, or I read from the NLT and that's the ones I'll be reading from uh, today. And, and as we go through, but, but the NLT translates this, this characteristic trait as faithfulness. And just as I said um, yesterday, there really is no Greek word for faithfulness. There, there is the word that's used here in the fruits of the spirit is actually the word for faith. And this is the same word that's used literally hundreds of times in the New Testament. Now, we do see the word faithfulness used in the Old Testament. There is a Hebrew word for faithfulness. And in fact, we see the most common way we see that used in the Old Testament is describing the faithfulness of God. 
And really, that this list, again, is characteristic traits of God himself. And again, as we receive Christ as our Savior, and as we start this transformation journey that we are on, if we put our faith in God um, and become a follower of Jesus, right, that he's paid the price for our sins, and then we can now be in a relationship with God. And then he starts this transformation process that we call the spiritual journey and, and the, the journey of faith, right? As we continue to be transformed God's spirit every day. And that's, that's the premise, again, that we're here of this passage. The, the main theme verse, right, out of this passage is Galatians 5.25. Since we are living by the spirit, let us follow the spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Again, the spirit's leading in every part of our life. And like I said, I wanted to start with this faithful faithfulness characteristic because, like I said, it is the word faith, and and faith honestly has a very complicated definition. It's it's one of those words that we throw out a lot. I mean, again, as I've already said, right? It's the first word in the name of our church, and and it is that foundational, and it absolutely is. But the so the Greek word is pistis, right? and it was just translated as faith. But then the, this, here's the definition of that word, of, of faith, right? As it's given in this Greek definition. It is, it is an assurance. So to believe and to trust. It, there is credence in the faith, which is to have confidence and to, and to have authority. There is fidelity is a piece of faith. And that means that it's reliable as well as um, consistency, so as you see, we take all of these words and all these descriptions and we put them all together into this one kind of small, simple word, faith. And as we can already tell, this is a very complicated, complex thing. And in fact, when you think about this word and this definition and the connotations that it carries in our life, um, there, there's a lot to unpack now in the New Testament, like I said, there's no Greek word for faithfulness. There is a Greek word for faithful. And this is faithful or trustworthy or sure or true. Again, being connected to, standing firm. I mean, these, and this is a word that actually Jesus used quite a few times, right? The faithful, but yet it's still rooted in this, this word faith. Now, as we look at faith and there's just a biblical picture of faith is we have what I call the biblical definition of faith in Hebrews 11, 1. And this verse says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for, and it is the evidence of things we cannot see. And again, when we think about our faith, or especially our faith in God, is one, it shows the reality of what we hope for. And I think when to say that, right, it's saying we hope for God. We hope for a relationship with God. The reality is you were created for relationship with God, which means if you take that out, it leaves a void in your life. And even if we don't know that's what we're hoping for, the reality is that's what we hope for. I mean, that is, that's the hole that's missing in you if you don't have God. It is a God-shaped hole in your heart and in your soul and in your mind. And so again, faith is about, shows the reality of what you hope for. It is the reality that I need God right, to be who I'm supposed to be. And it's the reality of that, right? And so I, the, my faith, again, brings me God, right? Because of what Christ accomplished with his life, death, and resurrection. So faith shows reality what I hope for, and it is the evidence of things we cannot see. And see, that's the, 
the kind of the hard part, right? That's what of faith is the fact that we can't see God. We need him, right? And we know separated from him, we can feel that, but yet it's hard to kind of to quantify that, right? Even who God is, because God is a spirit. And so again, he's not just of you know in bodily form. I mean, now he was in Jesus, right? That's when when God put on flesh. I mean, that's what the scripture tells us. But again, Jesus was alive two thousand years ago, and so I'm not you know I can't sit across from Jesus and just have a conversation. We can't go grab a cup of coffee, you know, or share dinner right? and and talk. And uh, boy, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? But yeah, that's the reality: is we cannot see it. We can't see God, but but yet His presence can be felt, right? His His hand can be seen, right? His work, and I think we all realize that, right? That faith shows the reality of what I hope for, and is the evidence of things we cannot see. Because when we have faith, then we start to see God all over the place. Right now, the the practical side of faith, which is the other just complete um, foundational verse that I want to look at next, is found in Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. Now, I'm going to read the NIV version of this because I think it just does a better job of, of representing what's this idea um, than the NLT version. So Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 in the NIV says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And this is a very foundational verse of our faith, right? Of the gospel, of the fact that we are saved by grace, meaning that we don't earn it. We don't earn it ourselves, right? But we, we get it. It's a gift that's given to us by God, right? By the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. It is by grace we have been saved through faith. See, I have to know that I need God and I have to put my, again, faith and my trust and and the authority and the credence and assurance, fidelity and all those things we read in that, put that into God, right? And to be saved. And as I do that, right, it is not of myself. It's a gift from God. And I don't have to earn it, right? Not by works. And so as we see these two foundational scriptures right that explain to us the the depth of faith and why it even matters in our lives because i need god i was created for god and so were you and is god a part of your life right have i received him in my life have i put action to that faith and have i prayed and accepted christ in my life and when I do that, right, I receive God's spirit and, and then my faith starts to grow. And I think the, the first thing that we learn again about faith as we turn to the scriptures and look at that is the, the reality that faith is way more than knowledge. Okay, faith is way more than knowledge. And I think we, when we think about this idea of faith as knowledge, like there's a lot that we know about God, right? In fact, you know, people just inherently know that God is the authority, that he is the judge, People, I think, also just inherently know that God is love. And the reality is we can know these things. However, if that's all they are, knowledge, they can easily become just an excuse to do nothing, right? Like God is going to judge me and there's, there's nothing I can do about that. So why does it even matter? Right? Or the other side of that is, well, God is loving and he's just going to love me no matter what I do. So why does it even matter? The reality is that that knowledge um, can be misused if it doesn't become faith. Think about that for a moment. 
And we're going to dive back into that deeper tomorrow because our time has expired us once again. I hope you'll come back with me tomorrow as we dive, continue to dive deeper into this idea of faith. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.